Go. Start weaning your children mm-hmm. from their That means you, Bryce. Start feeding them the fruit of Chill Filter because uh-huh. at some point, he's going to die. Welcome once again to Chill Filter, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should. You probably are. And that's why we like you. Today's episode, it's going to throw you for a little bit of loop, unless, of course, you read the caption on the episode itself, which I'm guessing you did because you're beautiful and bright and kind right. people yeah. like you. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we talk about what we're drinking today, let's get to a little business. Hit us up on Instagram. Love to hear from you. Also, if you want to support the show in a monetary way, you don't have to, but you probably should. You probably are. And that's why we like you. Uh, just hit us up on patreon.com slash chill filtered. And that's about it. Other than that, we're reunited and it feels yeah. so good. It feels I mean, great. Technically, technically, I guess we, we did a drink along Sunday, which yeah. was fun. It was mm-hmm. nice, but we weren't drinking the same thing. So we weren't quite in. We weren't in sync. Unison. We yeah. were not. Yeah. Backstreet, it was back. No way. Yeah. All right. That was the opposite. I mean, That's the no opposite in sync, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, yeah. But we're back together. Had an awesome episode last week. Had a good time hanging with John. Yeah. From Embellish Pod. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cole's back now, baby. He's back, yeah. baby. I'm back, baby. Yeah, I was hey, out. Um, how you doing, bud? Still a little sick. It's been really weird. Uh, uh, it's uh, been uh. over, excuse me, <coughs> over two weeks of dealing with something. Uh, and mm. I don't know the last time, besides COVID, but COVID symptoms were so small, I didn't even mind them at all. Like, it wasn't even like, it was like, uh, just a sore throat. That's about it. Uh, in the morning only, and then it would go away. Um, so I preferred COVID to what I have now. I tested five times. To make sure that what I have is not COVID, and it's not COVID. COVID apparently. ain't what you got. Ain't what I got. But Revenge love is that. what I got. Perfect. And uh, yeah, so it's been weird. I still have a cough last night. And the worst part is the cough just shows up randomly. It's not like, and I'm not talking about like every two minutes. I'm talking about like at certain times of the day, it'll just be like a coughing mm-hmm. fit. Like uh, Heather had to sleep in a different bed last night because I was coughing, dude, so much. Rewind back to what was like mm-hmm. end of April. That's where I was. Where I was like, I yeah. swore I had COVID, and mm-hmm. it was like, like everyone who had COVID around me was like, better off. Yeah, but could not, and I like could, could not shake the cough for like two yeah. months. It yeah, was awful. And so, mm-hmm. and then the funny thing was, like first week, uh, we recorded uh, two episodes ago during my first week of this. And, and I was like feeling like things were on the upswing. And then by Friday or Saturday, it got worse again. Mm-hmm. And I had like more sore throat symptoms and then <laughs> my cough got worse. And, um, and then last week, the full week just basically stayed pretty constant. And I had uh, a lot of uh, like I was blowing my nose a lot and it just would not stop. <laughs> and luckily it wasn't like runny nose, but it was a lot of like, you know, like sinusy sinusy like stuffy nose do you ever do you ever do the neti pot things i have in the past but it just kept coming and i wasn't like and it just <laughs> i just kept blowing my nose and not at work i would blow my nose like yeah cold at the, work and he hits the ground running got a frozen kleenex to blow his nose the blow so hard it tickles his toes wow see <laughs> i don't get how you can do that so easily you could just think things and be like, what rhymes with toes and nose? And uh, I, anyway. think that's a, I think that's a teacher's uh, life. 
Yeah, you got to think on your feet. Also, you got to entertain children. And so you mm. just got to bing, bong, boom. Should have yeah. been a teacher. No, nah, I'm just kidding. I should be an actuary. So you were perfect for actuarial. Thanks. Thism. You were perfect for teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm like plowing through the whole time. I don't like to be sick. Um, I don't like to snuggle up in bed and just be like, all right, I'm just going to take this time and chill. I hate chili. Um, uh, unless it's filtered. Yeah, unless exactly. it's filtered, people. Yeah. Cole love chill filter. This last forever, chill filtered people. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I love... I only love chilling when it's filtered. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of which, you said it lasts forever. That just gave me an idea. Mm-hmm. We need a, we need apprentices. Apprentice Whoa. high. So like if your child years from now, yeah, yeah. If you die, the, if you're the biggest fan of the show, start weaning your children mm-hmm. from their. That means you, Bryce, Samuel, and start weaning them or start feeding them the fruit of chill filtered because uh-huh. at some point we's gonna die. And one of us is gonna switch out. It'll be, it'll, be like a, it'll be like a Regis and Kathy Lee situation where yep, all of a sudden it morphs sure. into another show. And it's and then Kelly Ripa. Kelly Ripa shows up and she's with Michael Strahan. And then she's with uh, currently she's with oh uh, gosh. Some rando? He's uh no, he's not random. Like, yes. Yeah, he's like yeah. obviously like consummate show host extraordinaire only yeah on his pro resume. show host yeah what do you do i host shows any show why oh dang <laughs> I, you're a good looking man you must yeah. be a patreon member of chill filter you're so dang good looking you would think but you know his uh what is it carson daly similar dude mm-hmm. in, He's like in on resume a morning show like good morning america oh is he now okay so yeah now that i'm on summer carson robbie daly, um, I, I, I like I know these things now because it's just hey on but in the garage and that's the ultimate now. like what you do when you've hosted a few things you you then graduate to Good Morning America just host and then you up. graduate to canceled at, like Matt Lauer um, <laughs> and then so but but um, or no he was the Today Show um, but Carson Daly if you actually look at him he, he makes does, me like, feel this, good about myself now he does this thing where he like puts his lip off to the side all the time and i don't think he means to but it's just something i've noticed it's like tom cruise when you notice that his teeth his one tooth is like centered in his face uh it's like you can't unsee it yeah and it's like carson daly you'll just notice his lip is like twitching to the side basically oh but he's a good looking man and (laughs) worked up that well here's the thing he used to Mm -hmm. he was kind of like trl good looking guy and he's oh yeah I, I would like to say I'm in better shape than him right now. And I feel God, good right. about myself. Now our sure. bank accounts on the other hand yeah. are not in the same shape. Yeah. So there's that. Speaking of bank accounts uh, today or more likely tomorrow, I'll probably be getting the Audi. So that's oh. the good news. Finally, after many months, flexing on your bank, your actuarial bank account. No more. So are you an like, actuary? Uh, did you see my car? Have you seen my <laughs> Audi? <laughs> I should put that on my beamer. I should put that on my beamer. Um, but yeah, so I'm really excited about that. And it's I asked like people, been so long. I asked people if they've seen my Audi and they're like, oh, can I see your Audi? I'm like, nope, it's a ninny. <laughs> no, that was beautiful. Yeah. I, I knew for, a guy who YouTube, met his wife. YouTube, you can see the bottom half of my chest. Yeah. So or the top you. half or the mid half because bottom half of chest, top half of tummy. Yeah, there you go. The midsection. Either way, you're not leaving saying, ooh, Robbie looks yummy. 
Maybe yeah. some more no, he writing does. for you. Well, no, no, no. Oh, I think you leave cool. a mystery behind. It's Ooh. like, wow, what, what, what else is there down there? Modest like is that hottest. Audi or that Innie, rather. Uh, what do you say, modest? Modest is hottest. Yeah, that's true. Did you say that the other day? I've said it before. It's the it's. I think Heather said it the we, other day. I heard it really we largely. We have a largely LDS community here in Idaho, and that's yeah. and I work in a middle school, and I've heard it said. Min, oh, you just did a Carson Daly. Your lip. I don't think you realize when you drink from your glass yeah. like that, mm-hmm. your lip goes when up. I drink with my upper lip. What do you What do you entry buzzing on? Um, Wilderness Trail straight bourbon bottled in bond. Nice. That's their weeded one. You uh, know what I'm really good. On? Okay. What's that? Go, I am finally catching up to our listeners, our Patreon supporters, Ooh. and I'm drinking our drink along. Nice. John J. Bowman single barrel, and it what is nine. It's a nine level for sure. Like, yeah. I got to be honest. Like, I drank my Bowman brothers with you guys. I'm like, uh-huh. I'm like, that's curious. This is not great. Well, our good friend John Hughes, as we record, is in Nashville right now, and he uh, kicked kicked the Courier's rear into gear, as far as I understand. So, uh, but no, this is a delicious bottle. It's a wonderful pour, and uh, it just it makes me sad that I didn't get to enjoy it with all of our Patreon listeners. So I'm glad it's a nine plus for you. <laughs> it's yeah. it's a it's a classy pour and somewhat easier to find than something like Blanton's or Eagle Rare. At least in Virginia, because it's made in Virginia. I don't know about Idaho. Uh, we we can well we get uh, we get the Bowman Brothers and then we get the port um, the port. Okay, the one. Isaac Bowman. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So what about you? But that was just this year. Oh, uh, okay. not much, man. We're uh, I am in a mm-hmm. uh, dog owners homeowners purgatory right now. Mm-hmm. We're leaving. On, we're recording early. It's a Tuesday, which uh-huh. is very early in the week for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on Friday morning, we're leaving to go up to Cousin Camp in Spokane. So my brother-in-law, nice. Nate and Megan, and sister-in-law, yeah. Megan, have a beautiful, full, newly renovated house on the lake up there in Spokane. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to go up there with the girls, getting ready to go up there with the girls. We're going to do like, uh, like uh, you know, wakeboarding and surfing behind the nice. sur- wake surfing. And they got like a trampoline on the lake and it's just a huge, beautiful mm-hmm. house. Uh, once again, Robbie's taking advantage of his millionaire brother-in-law's. Uh, yeah. So we're getting ready to do that, but so we're in the purgatory right now, where it's like mm-hmm. we have the house sitter coming. It's like don't you want the house sitter to be like, oh, yeah. I don't mind walking into this house and staying here, as yeah. opposed to like this place is gross. This is the last time I do this place. So like we're just yeah. like with the two dogs and the three kids. It's just like keep everything as clean as possible, and then like Thursday night, nobody does touches anything. Like, yeah. <laughs> so we're kind of that spot, but like that's uh, what Heather this, how Heather thinks. Yes, I don't like, think yeah. that way oh man okay well i do i think i will clean their room and i will clean some of the main spaces but otherwise well they will enjoy the kitchen's the money or the free stay or the free food that they're gonna get okay but that's a good point but my thought is you know Mm -hmm. plus it's nice too because then if you leave the house really clean they kind of expect like i better clean it up the way it was so then you get to come home to a clean house which is Mm. relaxing after a long drive forced on them though I don't know about that. Oh, they're getting paid. That's cool. <laughs> and a free house. And a free what is spend. a good rate for dog house sitting, Robbie? Uh, we pay thirty dollars a day. A day. Yeah. Okay. For so, like a teenager? Uh, no, the guy we got coming. So that's one nice thing about being a teacher is you have access to a lot of 
younger folks who are kind of like, especially in the summertime, like just yeah. kind of in between things. So nice. no, she's like a 22 year old gal, a friend, what she's the she daughter teach? of a coworker. She oh. is not a teacher right now. She, okay. oh, well, she teaches lacrosse. She's a lacrosse coach. And oh, cool. uh, yeah, no, her dad's an awesome guy. He worked with him. So uh, what does he teach? He ta- teaches PE and health. Nice. Mr. Eskindale. And he's like the I'm coolest guy ever. So we'll see in health, whiskey Cole. in my mouth. <laughs> no, so we're like, we're like, uh, get the house cleaned up before the trip purgatory. Uh, but uh-huh. one thing I was thinking, Cole, so like, oh man, like it's kind of a, it kind of felt rushed today getting ready to record. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you and I have had this conversation before where it's like, let, you know, what do you want to leave as kind of like a legacy or a memory to your children? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I was like, I saw your text and I'm hurrying up and like, you're like, oh, very casual today, Rob, because like, I got, I got, just got a t-shirt on, gym shorts. As we get Which for the record, up. I have no problem with. Yeah, it's totally worried. fine. But okay. you made it, you made a note of it and it uh-huh. was kind of one of those things like, yeah, I'm, I'm not quite dressed to the tens, mm-hmm. to the nines, to the nines. And, uh, Jeez. but, uh, when I, I was like, oh I crap. Have... Yeah, go ahead. As Cole was, re- as Cole's ready to record, <laughs> I was like. Oh, I better spray my my cologne. But ah. I thought, why do I gotta spray? Like, my... that's not important. But as I recall, there's two smells that remind me of my father. If I smell them at any point, I'll be like, "That's my dad." The uh, mixture first... of cigarettes and Coke, and not quite. Oh, okay. not quite. You're close. It's cigarettes and something else. Uh, I don't know. Like, do you wear a cologne or anything like that? Like, is there anything like? No, you don't. No. Okay. Smell is like one of the I saw yesterday solid cologne from something Duke Cannon. Cannon. Duke, Duke Cannon. Cannon. That was Negative a Buffalo Trace uh, yeah. one. Yeah. But I was like, still not for me. But go on. You were saying. Oh, uh, no. I was just saying. So I put the, yeah. So dude, does he know. have a cologne of, or did he have a cologne of choice that reminds you of him? No. No, he didn't. Well, Old just Spice. General from, cologne? Old Spice from the bottle. Like, like aftershave, I, that'll gotcha. get me a little bit. But that's not the one. The first one is cigarettes and uh, father poops. So like you walk into the bathroom, you're like, oh, awesome. Dad decided to smoke a cigarette and poop on the toilet. In oh, wow. The bathroom. Haven't smelled that since I moved out of the house. Yeah, uh, since the other you one were is sipping just... on Cokes with cigarettes. <laughs> in Ooh, this, oh, this, this, what is it? What are we drinking? I'm drinking but this John J. Bowman with a little bit of water. Also mm. delicious. You guys are right. Yeah. Uh, the other one is just a uh, freshly cleaned uh, with shower. Uh, what is it? Irish spring. Reminds uh, me of my father. So I try to incorporate swirls. my, I, I sprayed myself my cologne. I was like, I, I think that's why I subconsciously do it. I don't know. That's cool. Might be something to think about because a smell will take you back much yeah. more quickly than anything else. Almost. Like it's just a trigger to yeah. the memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's I use cool. a tobacco. I use a tobacco cologne. Oh, because it reminds me of my grandfather. Um, and when you open your sock drawer, do you think of your parents or your? I think of my grandfather. Of my grandfather. Yeah, that's cool. A little tobacco here, a little tobacco. One behind the ear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was happy to you YouTube. Go, I was happy yeah. to do like the like down the pants thing, like they do like uh, all like the early two thousands right cleavage. American Pie type movies. Anyway. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, that's me. No, life is good. Getting ready to head out of town. Recording early. That's good. And I don't think. Oh man, I think I'll be good to record next week, Thursday or Friday. So we nice. should be able. We should be okay. back on track. But then when One I come thing, back, uh-huh. it's August, and I got to start going back to work again, which is just killing me. Summer is almost gone. Do you get like the August scaries? Um, I not 
typically this year I am because there's definitely a hiring shortage. And like uh, I just I know I'm gonna be stretched and it's gonna be rough. Sucks. But I always like and if anybody here is a parent to a child who's going to the school for the first time, it's tricky for the first month. But like every school mm-hmm. year, it's like it's tricky for a little bit and then we get into a rhythm right about the end of that first month and then yeah. you know, it's all downhill. That's scary, so, man. I can't dude, imagine Beck going to school. The twins, but she goes going, to daycare, so you know. it's a that's a little bit easier. It's like the twins yeah. did not really go to daycare a mm-hmm. ton. They did like a little bit of preschool, but they're going to kindergarten next year. And we went and played at their school today. Like we rode our bikes over there and played. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got a little emotional. Mars, like, why are you getting emotional? Uh, I'm like, well, like when you went to school, like I knew we were going to have other kids. Like, yeah. I thought we would, and then it was hard, and then we did. Uh, yeah. I'm like, these are my last kids that are ever going to like i'm past this phase of my life where i have oh. kids that are in daycare like it's yeah it's coming up it's crazy wait 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 oh. so they're going in the kindergarten this year yes oh my goodness yeah when does I, that I, start I, oh gosh i think it's like september or august 20th or something <sighs> like that. i feel like my heart's hurting dude yeah no that. time yeah. flies yeah and then uh, like, before you know they were like gonna be there too. old yeah yeah yeah, and you know, then being pandemic babies, they just weren't like with Amara. She was in daycare and stuff like that, and she was, yeah. was easy. And then mm-hmm. those two have not so much. Uh, they, yeah, so I know that Juniper is going to do just fine. At least I imagine she will so do better than yeah we think. But no, Finley, Finley is the social butterfly. Is she okay? Good. And so I, it, we're trying to impress on Finley, like bring mm, your sister with you, like don't leave yeah. Juniper out. Juniper is so shy, so oh, reserved. Yeah, she but is. Ac- but, but academically, she's, like... she's very bright academically. So she'll do great with academic stuff, but she will be mm-hmm. very shy. And I think one thing yeah. I keep praying over and over is I just mm. I don't want their spirits to be broken because they're totally. such beautiful. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, that's like I just the biggest want... fear. I don't fear anything else. That's like what I fear the most is like for them to not feel good to be themselves exactly that's like the scariest thing ever <laughs> but i assume i assume after that first month we'll be a-okay mm-hmm. and they'll have their friends yeah. and Junie be fitting and fun and finley's gonna be cool <laughs> so i don't know oh, it's, it's such crazy. a sad thought i don't want to that way <laughs> Junie and finley be you when you listen back when when daddy and and uncle cole are way beyond or, or have moved on to the realm of non-chill filtered uh hopefully and our young death. Padawans come in. Yeah, and our young Padawans come in. And you listen to these old episodes. Oh, we want you to know that we crap. love you for being you. And what if, Cole, oh my mm-hmm. goodness, what if it's a generational thing? And this podcast is run by women. Jack Finley, yeah. Juniper, and Amara. One of the, the same combination yeah. there where it's like our daughters take it over. I'm a fan. As long I, as they would... feel okay to be who they are. Exactly. Don't let them break your uh. spirit. Impose your will on your enemy and crush his soul crush them. wait a minute that's imposing on someone else's spirit never mind well as be long kind. as they're okay with who they are when you crush their spirit okay girls listen be kind <laughs> rewind yeah that's not most a good advice um one last thing before we get into the history is that beck started walking last week oh yeah and she is like a walking machine and oh, man. she's like you're happy baby, to walk into daddy's is arms baby proofing up to her height yeah well we're closing doors at this point so um uh, better figure it out oh, yeah dude, I, it's crazy now mm-hmm. she'll probably be able to turn a knob soon so we better yeah and then she'll be able to open a door you know what i'm saying 
Knob Creek. I wish I had a bottle of Knob Creek and be like, you turn it in knobs, well, can I, dude. Can I, can I daddy brag for a second? Yeah, please. The girls are in swim lessons and mm-hmm. uh, uncle at their Uncle John's pool. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a nice pool. I don't know how long it is, but mm-hmm. it's pretty long. Lengthwise, both of them yeah. yesterday swam all the way down and back. Wow. No help at all, which was like crazy. And they jump off the diving board and don't really need me, but I'm there kind of a thing. Wow. Kids, hug them. Five-year-olds, man. Man, getting big. Wow. This, you know, this is we're getting way too like sappy nostalgic. I know. You know, need, you know what we need to do? We need to drink whiskey and talk about it. We need to take a walk and drink this whiskey. So, what That's do you say, true. Cole? Let's go for a quick walk. We'll be right back. And we're back. We're back. Chill filtered. We're drinking Larceny Barrel Proof B521. That's 121 proof on the dot. Uh, before I get into anything, I wanted to get to a quick note. A huge shout out to the Baller Supreme. Give me a moment for John Hughes for stepping in for me last week on short notice. Very short. Uh, and uh, being just a great, great friend, great, great guest, great podcast host himself. Oh, man. Uh, we love John, and we appreciate you hopping in last week. And we're hoping to do an episode with all three of us very soon. So um, mm. we're excited for that. Uh, uh, I'm out. Butterscotchy. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I get that cream you know you guys are talking about. I think that was Sean. But this is yeah. delish. Anyway. Maybe it was Ben with the butterscotch note. But anyway. I think it was all over the place. People yeah. were chiming in on that one. So, uh, yeah, the creaminess is delish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so enjoy. We'll get you some more of that. Uh, this is the second time we've done a Larceny product on the podcast. In fact, it's the second time we've done a barrel proof Larceny on the podcast. Episode 118, uh, almost 100 episodes ago, we drank the A120 batch. And I'm pretty sure that was the inaugural batch uh, of the barrel proof, at least. Uh, so let's recap why they call it Larceny. Uh, first of all, let's talk a little bit about John E. Fitzgerald. We've talked about it before, but I want to touch a few different notes. Uh, there are definitely legends of John E. Fitzgerald. So many legends that you'll find at least three brands, maybe four, uh, at least four named after him or in allusion to him. Uh, that's allusion with an A, not allusion with an I, Michael. Uh, trick is different. Um, <laughs> uh, so old Fitzgerald's one of them. That was uh, 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 Arrested Development. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got it. I got it. that one. I got. I don't normally get your Arrested Development. Nice. I got that one. Yeah. I might have one more. Actually, I have a Seinfeld reference coming up. Um. So, but yeah, there's there's old Fitzgerald. There's John E. Fitzgerald Special Reserve, very special reserve, and there is ones that are alluding to him, Blade and Bow. And what we're drinking today, larceny. Uh, Larceny, legal definition is the illegal taking of the property of another with intent to deprive the owner thereof. Uh, One of the things I usually saw regarding larceny in the legal definition was that it was not something that was taken by force. Uh, Which, And then for those that remember uh, from previous episodes, this is what happened with this guy. Uh, no, he was not a distiller, and technically, he didn't even work for a distillery. Really? 
Um, <laughs> he was a treasury agent for the U.S. government, and he had keys to the Stitzel Weller bonded warehouse. At least one of them. Remember, Robbie, the Bottled and Bond Act of nineteen or eighteen ninety seven. Yes, I do. It's this be aged mm-hmm. three years, two years, four minimum four four years. I was working getting there. Mm-hmm. Has to be under government lock and key. Yep, and has to take steroids and hit eighty plus home runs like Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds. <laughs> uh, very close on that last one. Uh, but not exactly true. Uh, this provided the Bottled and Bond Act of 1897 provided legitimacy for distillers that were making real bourbon. Uh, but pretty much the only way to do that was to get the government involved. And anything Government's labeled bottled and to bond, everything, people. Yeah, just bring in the government. Get them to take care My of it. My kid doesn't brush his teeth. Boom. Government agent in the bathroom. Government agent. Done. Yep. Yep. The bottled or the uh, brushed and bond act. Your te- your kids' teeth will- <laughs> your kids' teeth will be clean in no time. Yeah, and- thanks to the government. And then the mouthwash is bourbon. Yep. Mm-hmm. The yeah, they, they mix a few laws when the, that, those kind of things happen. So be yeah. careful. Uh, so anything labeled and bottled and bond had to be one of a few things, or had to be all these things. The liquor must be a product of one distillation season. One distiller at one distillery. I think I said all that. Yeah, yeah you did. Okay. It had to be 100 proof <laughs> and needed the label on the bottle to identify the distillery and if different from the distillery, excuse me, <coughs> if different from the distillery, the bottling company. Uh, but here's the big part where the government really came in. Everything bonded needed to be aged in a federally bonded warehouse under U.S. government supervision for at least four years, like you mentioned. Uh, And up until the 1980s, this was done in a locked warehouse. Who had the keys? Only the government. And I was reading an article by Chuck Cowdery, and and it was titled, Who Was John E. Fitzgerald? Chuck Cowdery is like one of the best historians in the bourbon. Yeah, he makes great cheese and meat boards. Yeah. Cowdery. Cowdery boards? Yeah. How do you pronounce it? Okay. Yeah, cattery boards. I was hoping that was one Ooh, of my ch- jokes. boards. I was hoping that was one of my jokes. You would just glance over and keep going. And I kind of did, but like it's it's right were. on the cusp of like, wait, does that make sense? But charcuterie ch- ch- boards. I like How do you that. say? Is it charcuterie? Ch- cattery or charcuterie? That's pretty close. Yeah, like cheese boards. Chuck-a-woo-bury. Plus, his name is cowdery, so it's got cheese in it. Basically, there you go, dairy. Um. And so, yeah, uh, in that article, there's been a lot of back and forth of who Johnny Fitzgerald was and how he got the warehouse's keys. But historically, it's pretty clear he was a treasury agent with the U.S. government because only the government had keys to the warehouse, which totally makes sense. There was there's like debate on whether the the, the company themselves had uh, access to those warehouses, but it makes sense that they shouldn't have access. Uh, the government watching something to make sure it's done according to law, the government wouldn't just let anyone go in and out of those doors. And according to Chuck Cowdery, uh, the, only the government had uh, access for years up until the 80s. Uh, so this guy, uh, whether, excuse me, let me get this one out. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So whether or not it's true about the second pair of keys or not that we talked about in the last episode, we talked about this. 
uh, was letting himself into the bonded warehouses and sipping Stitzel Weller juice. And the guy who originally started the old Fitzgerald brand in honor of him, a guy named Charles Herbst, basically started the brand half-jokingly. Uh, there's some respect for this guy, uh, but this guy, you know, Johnny Fitzgerald was a criminal working for the U.S. government, which reminds me of the Seinfeld episode where uh, I've mentioned this recently, where um, uh, Kramer does his stand up in front of no one. He's like, so <laughs> <Yeah>. what's the <laughs> deal with politics? I don't get, get it. it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so speaking of criminals working for the U.S. government. Uh, Anyway, he apparently not only loved the bourbon in general, but he also picked the good stuff. He, he got his juice from the better barrels. Uh, and that was kind of why Larceny was started uh, as a homage, 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 tour, homage, tour to Fitzgerald. <laughs> you know how I remember homage, homage as opposed to homage? What, uh, isn't, isn't it an homage? No, I think it's homage. Or it's homage. Yeah, I think it's homage. You look it up, but how I remember that is Tragic Kingdom by No Doubt, where she says, they pay homage to a king. Homage. And anyway. What's an homage? It's probably like a, 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 a what do you call it? Um, uh, in the desert, you know, where you like see something that you sh- that is like... Uh, not exactly real you know what i'm talking about <laughs> i'm looking fairly good up what is the word i'm looking for though it's like sounds like homage so you could it looks like you could say I, homage i saw a i believe it's pronounced homage but you keep talking i'm gonna know but up. what's the word i'm looking for what you see in the desert when it's like super hot you see a uh jeez Oh, Someone, crap. Everyone's screaming at their phones. Yeah, yeah. Right John now. and Bryce and Miles. Yeah. Oh, gosh. You keep talking. I'll come back oh, to it. Dang it. Oh, I hate that. I don't know that. Uh, anyway, so what we're drinking today, Larceny Barrel Proof, B521. So we're drinking the second bottling of 2021 that was bottled in May. How do I know that so easily? Because A represents the first bottling of the year. B, in this case, represents the second bottling of the year. The second number, the five, represents the month it was bottled in, which was May. And then the last two are the year. So this was the second bottling of Mirage. the year. Bottled in- Mirage. Mirage. Come on. Uh, homage, Mirage. Yeah, they sound similar. Yeah, no, I got you. And the th- funny thing is, like, even knowing it rhymed, and I yeah. bragged about my rhyming skills earlier, you complimented me on my rhyming skills. Mm, I could not I come did. up with it. And it it's was okay. killing me. Thank goodness. And then you me. think of the Mirage in Vegas. Anyway. Chill filtered meetup. Chill filtered meetup. I still think we should do Wisconsin. But I think anyway. Wisconsin does sound. Dude, and you've never been to Wisconsin. I'd love to be in Wisconsin. Dude, let's go in like some portion of the summer where it's really bad mosquitoes. That's my But still amazing. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, made by Heaven Hill Distillery. Uh, I, I hear that a good amount of their stuff is now made at their Bernheim Distillery in downtown Louisville. But their main distillery, their original at least, is in Bardstown. 
121 proof and not 121 point something. It's just 121, meaning it is 60.5% alcohol, uh, aged six to eight years. The mash bill is 68% corn, 20% wheat, and 12% malted barley. The price, retail price, is 50 bucks. But good luck finding it that because it's a year old now and you can't really find any of that stuff anymore. So that's what I got. His story or her story, if you're into that, which I'm into. Well, well he was a guy, so it's history. True. Uh, oh, wait, let me do that again. Yeah, just you didn't for the, really... Just for the ceremony of it. There's a cork oh, pop. Hello. Oh, hello. hello. Noise and toy. I had a, I realized now that COVID's like we're at a point where we just live with it, right? Yeah. Uh, I need to buy a crap ton more Glen Karens because we. I had a, a one friend, well, a couple of friends and their baby, mm. my goddaughter over, mm-hmm. and then uh, my friend Chris over the uh, this weekend, and I was like, oh, I've got so many whiskeys that I haven't shared with anybody for a little while now. Mm. I ran out of Glen Karens pretty dang fast. I have 20 plus Glen Cairns at home. Yeah, and that's, no, that's just the stemmed ones. I okay. have like that oodles right. of everything. Like like what Ooh, I'm drinking today. Oodles. It's been a while for yeah, an oodle sighting. sighting. Uh, I have the professional glasses from uh, Whiskey Master, Master, Master. What is it? That's a pretty bulbous glass hole. Uh, is that the bulbous glass hole? That's the bulbous glass no, hole. No, no. The bulbous glass hole is the Waterford uh, Snifters. Uh, but here's another thing, Robbie. I have had this bottle for a year and I haven't sipped it yet because I've been waiting to sip it with you. Are you making me feel bad? No. Because I feel a little bad. Because sometimes you drink your whiskey. No, no, you're allowed to do that. Plus, well, I have like I plenty of other bottles to drink while I wait. Oh, now you're bragging. Yeah, which now makes bragging. me feel bad. Yeah. You've made me feel bad <laughs> several times. No. Just trying to tear you down. So let me give it the old uh, spin J. Matt job, the swirly poo, mm-hmm. making it dizzy. Oh, we got to use that more. Shout out to Dramhound and the cutest little Dramhoundy girl. Drampup. Drampup. Oh my goodness. Yeah. What a good use. All hey, right. Dramhound, Dram shout out to your little Drampup. Hug your daddy because yeah. you're going to be in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Oh my right. goodness. So off the top, it's it's a slightly apple like, uh, you know, ap- Mott's apple juice. Um, but I also get a really good nutty kind of note to it. little peanutty, little mixed nuts kind of a note. I don't know. Um, I think <laughs> I think it might be the bulbous glass hole, but I am getting a lot of vapors on this. Uh, you know, it's, it's, 120 it, it's pretty vapory. You you were talking for a while there, like the jerk you are, making mm-hmm. me feel bad. And yeah. I was sniffing and pulling all the vapors out. A little bit of white grapes. A um, little bit of oak. <laughs> oh, man. Oak is I'm there. getting notes, but I'm coughing a lot. Yeah. No, I see the oak. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite. I mean, maybe I could get there on the power orange suggestion. Mm-hmm. The, ooh, orange peel. There's a little mm-hmm. bit of that, like... Uh, not necessarily orange peel for me, but more like a, there's a spiciness there like you get mm. from a uh, bitter, like an orange mm. bitter. So there's orangey, I can see that for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going for a sip. Um, oh, wow. Mm. Very oaky on the on the palate. Not in a terrible way. 
I've had <coughs> sorry. Ooh. Um there is Ooh. some complexity to it and nice sweetness to the oak. The oak is sweet throughout, I'll tell you that. But it is oak forward. Mm. Uh, like 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 but a pleasant oak to me. Almost a chocolatey oaky note that I've gotten before with the oak. Uh, okay. but it's nice and sweet throughout and the the, the wheat weeded bourbon comes out as well. Yeah. So I will say uh great mouthfeel. It was like really mildly warming and then all of a sudden like oh hey like i'm i'm higher proofed here i come and it was really strong um mm. very pleasant though like no bitter notes nothing like that oak was forward mm. on the palate um but then it kind of hit and i don't know if it's like the power suggestion or not but mm. i was kind of getting the thinking oranges and then mm. you're like chocolatey in the oak yeah it made me think right away of like um those chocolate oranges you got to whack at christmas yeah. right like you hit them on the, the old table. so it's got but, it's, but not super sweet like there's not mm. it's not super sweet i'm getting a lot of sweet like, it's delicious brown sugary sweet. sweet okay but well, go maybe ahead go, go ahead maybe i need to go for my second sip but it's uh, uh this is this <laughs> is phenomenal i'm loving this one thing i'll say <clears throat> is this has a earthiness to it as well that is very sweet Normally, like uh, earthiness that I've gotten before, I, I usually give my earthy note to like something like a certain, maybe a year or so, or different, a few years of William Lee Weller. Get some earthiness. Like 2015, Weller had some earthiness. Um, this has a very sweet earthiness. Um, Ooh. And There's not overwhelming. Too. What's that? There's some heat to it too. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it shows up. I was wondering this, if it was just my cold or my. No, you know. this is there's definitely some heat and it lingers for a while. So like if you if you don't like a hot whiskey, I wouldn't go for this mm-hmm. because even with my delicious entry buzz of the John J. Bowman, uh, this is it's hitting me a little hard. It's nice and hot, but it, like in a good way. It's not like you know you're not drinking Everclear. Yeah. Uh, I forgot to give a shout out. I meant to give it a shout out this week uh, to Andrew Loudon and his wife, Melissa. Shout out to you guys. Uh, we did a trade this this past week or so. Uh, and uh, and we traded an older year of Stag Jr. for a uh, 2022 Russell's 13. And I never thought I'd get a Russell's 13 ever in my whole life. Like I was like, maybe I'll get a sample one day, but I'm certainly not going to get a bottle. And Andrew Loudon and Melissa made that a, a thing for me this week. So I am so grateful for that trade. True. Ballers. Oh, I can do better. Oh, get the stem. There we go. Yeah, well, Let's like, see if we can on. do it better with the uh, Denver and Lily <laughs> glass. A little more ting it, to it, I guess. It, was, it had a little more. Uh, yeah. It held on a little bit longer. Ooh, great nose with some water. A little bit vapory for sure, but I think it's vapory a little more to bright. For sure. uh, mm-hmm. A little more potentially the apples are coming out a tiny bit brighter here. All right. Um, but yeah, what are you thinking? This is, it kind of reminds me of a mold wine, mm-hmm. but more of like a mold apple cider. Mm-hmm. So it's got, you know, it's got apple it's got oranges, it's got... Uh, Kind of spicy cinnamony, thing. spicy yeah. thing going for it. Yeah, no, this is like this is like Thanksgiving whiskey right here. 
on the palate, I, I prefer it with ice. I mean, with water. This yeah. is really good. It's got a lot going on. Like you said, that, that mold spices, like I'm getting some baking spices, nutmeg. Um, mm-hmm. The oak is tamed down in a really good way. The sweetness is there throughout. Mm-hmm. Chocolatey, just a tiny bit. Um, but really bright, which I this, dig. And the earthiness turns into more of an oakiness and sweetness. Yeah. Ooh, still hot. This is it is a nice hot whiskey. So if you like hot whiskeys, mm-hmm. this is for you. Um, ooh, a little tingly. It's much better than what I remember the last batch I had. The uh, I will say it's brighter. I don't know if I prefer it to the neat twenty, but it's definitely it's got that spice to it. Uh-huh. It, it hit a point of tang where I can't. I'm not sure exactly Anger. what I was getting, but it was like, <laughs> but it was it was. <laughs> It, yeah, it, I don't know if I like it or not, but like uh-huh. I'm gonna go for uh, one more sip on the on the water here. Yeah, no, I love it. I want to see mm. how this tastes with ice. So, mm-hmm. uh, hey, bus driver, drop that cube. Ooh. Dang it, I missed. Oh, Good dear. Thing I got a backup. It happens. It happens to the pros. Yeah. Oh, look at you. It can happen to you. <sighs> I think I prefer point. neat. Okay, that's fine. It's fine. It uh, it does definitely water definitely brightens it up a lot. Hot, yeah. so it is really hot. Yeah, we'll see how the ice handles it. I hope it cools it down. Um, Weirdly, it did. Everything is a lot brighter for sure. Mm. Heat is brighter with water, mm-hmm. um, and like everything was a little more robust. Which I'm not. I think I like neat better because to me it was like a little too much. There's a lot of flavor going on there, so mm-hmm. I'm going to cleanse my palate with a little bit of club soda and then drop on my cube. So I forgot to nose this first, mm. but the the vapor went down a good amount in a good way. Um, little bit of orange peel. Um, yeah, a little bit of like Angostura bitters, uh, mm, like you okay. were talking about. Uh, or no you were talking about orange bitters but i'm getting a little bit of angostura bitters here okay which is cool there's definitely like like i think flavor wise just a strong like that's what bitters do right Mm -hmm. they take a lot of flavor and make it a strong component of whatever you put it in yeah and so there's a lot of strong flavors in here um you know i can see going either way on bitters but definitely like i got the orange you got the angostura Mm -hmm. what goes into angostura do you know uh, they basically say on their bottle like a lot of uh, botanicals and like floral Which things. Could be so anything, I don't, could but be it's very yeah, it's very like under lock okay. and key. But I believe there's probably flowers in there somehow. Some of isn't it Wisconsin where they <laughs> drink Angostura bitter straight? What? I wouldn't be surprised actually. There was somewhere um, wasn't there? You guys covered it on like an early episode, or maybe I read you can, about like, mix it. it with water and stuff. It is like 40% uh, alcohol, which is very doable. Oh, gosh. I want to say there was another podcast maybe that I listened to where they talk about there's somewhere Mm. where people just drink shots of Angostura bitters. They come in like... (laughs) If anywhere, it's Wisconsin. Okay. All right. I love Wisconsin. I love Wisconsin until Nebraska plays them in football. You know what they say? I love to live in Wisconsin, where I can smell that dairy air. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make that up. I've heard that before. 
Oh, which is better than Nebraska. Nebraska, I think of like corn fields and yeah. uh, is better than Derriere. Pig. Pigs, pig lot, pig, pig feedlot, pork feedlots are what are uh, they're disgusting. Pork Swine air. Yeah, I've ever told you know, my molasses joke. No, bring it oh. on. Mama, mama mole, daddy mole, baby mole, all sitting in the hole. Daddy mole goes, squeezes up and goes out of the hole and goes, I smell chocolate chip cookies. Mama uh-huh. goes. No, I smell sugar cookies. And Baby Mole pushes his way up, but he can't quite get up there because his parents are there and he's stuck. And he goes, oh, I smell his molasses. So, anyway. Let me take my time with this one. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> uh, explicit rating. No, molasses cookies, cool. Oh, my bad, my bad. You're bad. All right, ice-wise. Muted on the nose, a little <laughs> bit of... That's uh, spiciness is there. I yeah. will say the longer we drink this too, like definite, like what was the mash bill on this again? Because it's very rye spicy. Um, the mash bill is sixty. What did I have on my? Yeah, sixty-eight percent corn, twenty percent wheat, twelve percent malted barley. Which is oh really? Mm-hmm. But it's like Oops. rye spicy on it. Are you getting, uh, yeah, there's right? some. Is that or is that just oak? Because sometimes I make. It's I, definitely I miss... not rye. There's no rye in it. But um, let me think. But I'm getting a spiciness. For maybe like, oak. Yeah. I mean, I'm like definitely getting my palate lingers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which is odd. So maybe maybe I confuse rye spices for oak. Mm-hmm. Which could be the case. Also, I will say this is kind of hot. Also? My mouth is. Also, what I say. It sounded like Canadian, like also, also, special agent. Oh, so uh, Mari's watch up. She's a kid. Um, my mouth is kind of numb, like this oh, yeah. ha- definitely has heat to it. Like my lips a little tingly, my mouth is a little numb. Mm-hmm. Um, if you need to perform surgery on me and yeah. it's pre 1920s, like just give me a shot of this and let me bite the bullet. Bite the bullet, yeah. Uh, I prefer it with water. The oak shows up. I mean, it's still good. There's nothing, nothing like that's like turning me off to the ice pour, which is great with a bourbon. To get a bourbon that tastes great with ice is amazing. Uh, but I still prefer it uh, either neat or ice. But I actually prefer ice the most. So ice wise, you prefer ice the most? I do. Um, ice is good. I do, like. I think I like. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Of... I, I prefer water the most. Okay. That's what I meant to say. Um, I think I like meat and ice the most. Okay. Uh, maybe it could be just the fact that my mouth is a little bit numb from this. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That doesn't typically happen. Yeah. Um, but, man, there is, it, this is a full-flavored kind of a punch, yeah. right? Like, there, mm-hmm. like there's a, a good amount going on, and I don't yeah. know if we captured all the notes perfectly or not, mm-hmm. but every drink there's been like it's a punch in the mouth kind of thing yeah it's like there's a lot going on with each one so oh i like this is a great pour oh man you ready for rating i am not but let me think about it you're not okay well first of all let me just say this is this whiskey has a beautiful terracotta roof tile Uh, coloring yeah um uh, i think i'm good you good okay 
Yeah. Go ahead. I'm going to go 8.9 here. Perfect. Oh, boy. Cool. Did we match? We matched. Nice. First time. (laughs) Our average equals each of our scores. That's deep. Uh, I, I, uh, sorry, my chair is making a lot of noise. Uh, yeah, I think it's just sub hub to what it's very good. It's better than the a one twenty that we did last what, episode one eighteen, And, um, yeah, I like it. It's definitely different, but the Oak isn't overwhelming. And that's one of the things I normally am like anti like strong Oak the Oaks here, but it's nice and sweet. Throughout, oh, you, we're about I, to get really in like by it. the Oak Anti Oak Defamation League. Mm-hmm, for sure, don't call. sue me. <laughs> no, I think you're right. Like I think you say sub hubba to what? Like mm-hmm. it is right there. It's not quite a yeah. hubba to what, mm-hmm. uh, but it is. It's it's kind of what you you know, if you're on a, a bourbon journey, so to speak. Like yeah. this has a lot going on with it. It's a great sipper because you know what? Take your time with it. And let mm-hmm. us know what you get because there's a lot of flavor there, a lot to yeah. unpack. So, yep, eight point nine for me too. That's sweet. Yeah, I like that. I like. Well, I guess it too. it's time now that we've done our ratings to move to our next segment of the show that we call Whiskey World News. Mm-hmm. And we're back. It's time for Old Whiskey World News, part of the show where we read an article, we talk about it. And we may not talk very long because we're running a little long, which little. tends to happen when we don't hang out. I guess, well, anyway, whatever. Here we go. Here's the article. It comes from WMTV, Madison, the CW. And the it's CW. written by Kylie Jacobs. Big shout out to Kylie Jacobs. Kylie. You heard of us, but you know what, Kylie? Mm-hmm. We heard of you. Yep. Anyway, it's titled Wisconsin Distillery Wins Gold Medal with Single Barrel Rye Whiskey. Mm-hmm. Prairie du Sac, Wisconsin. A single yeah. barrel rye whiskey from a Wisconsin distillery was chosen against hundreds of other spirits throughout the country to be awarded a gold medal in the 2022 American Craft Spirits Awards. Wollersheim was, one of, was yep. one of several distilleries entered in the competition, but only a few to come out with the gold. 37 other states, along with Washington, D.C., why are you trying to play with states? You're not even state Washington. DC. Come on. You don't even have representation. <laughs> oh, uh, entered in over 400 spirits to be determined, which were the best thirty, best by 30 different judges. Out of all the entries, 159 earned bronze, 104 silver, and only 15 were able to cover the gold award. Wollersheim Single Barrel Rye Whiskey is something distillers felt very proud to win an award with thanks to its local roots. Their rye whiskey is distilled on site and grain grown from local farms. Nice. Uh, cool. Any thoughts there, buddy? I have tons of thoughts on this one. Okay, let them rest because all, I don't. It is a craft spirits competition, so okay. you have to be a small distillery to apply. A small uh, batch. Secondly, there were what four hundred plus. What did it say? How many that applied? <laughs> Hold on a second, buddy. <laughs> uh, hundred and fifty. Uh, so you're looking about. 200 total uh, over 400 never mind 400 yeah, yeah. over 400 so from the 400 never mind and 400. 15 got gold so let's do some math here oh you're the That's man about four percent get gold which is special don't get me wrong like to get four percent but like 
We're not even the top 4% of podcasts. Whiskey yeah. podcasts. No, we're top 50 in Australia. We're, we're not sometimes. even the top 4% of podcasts that regularly mention Bush's Delicious Baked Beans. I think we are number one, actually, for that one. I hope so, but I yeah. don't know. But... Uh, Wollersheim, you know, I'm happy to see Wisconsin Distillery. It's about 30 minutes outside of Madison. Uh, great. Uh, it's it's cool to see them win, but like part of it's like 15 got gold. Like I would love to see them get gold for real and like actually have a singular of all the wins. They were like number one, uh, but like they, you know, like I hate how how these competitions do it now where they're like, we're just going to hand out 10, 15 golds. Luckily, I did check their website, and they did have a best in show, which didn't go to Wollersheim. Um, but they had like something <laughs> that was like um, it went to some. It was like Starlight or something got it, uh, which is great for Starlight. But like I don't know, like to get like sixteen gold, fifteen or sixteen golds is like I don't know. Like yes, top four percent. That's amazing. Uh, but like, don't call it a gold medal unless it's the best. Ah, I get so annoyed by that. Like, how do I know? Like, especially the San Francisco World Spirits competition. It's like, no one cares. Like, just slap a... And like, and that's the thing about these small distillers is like, yeah, we got gold at San Francisco World Spirits competition. It's a gimmick. It is yeah. true that you did better than most, but it is a gimmick. Like, you didn't get number one. Like, the people, the, the random average person will think oh you got the best in in show when they didn't i'm very happy for wollersheim like very happy because they actually surpassed most of people and most distillers most craft distillers at least but like i hate that these spirits competitions are doing it by 15 golds i don't know that's my thoughts no i got you and i uh i mentioned on the podcast before I'm mm. all in favor of participation trophies. Yeah. I really am. Like participate. Mm. Like, well, how many you, bronze were there? Over 150. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This is crazy. 159. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. I'm all in favor of participation trophies because you yeah. know what? If you just show up and do your job, mm -hmm. awesome. That's yeah. kind of what we want to put you into the old the grind right like that's yeah. the grind rise and grind bro like just rise show up grind. show up and do what you're supposed to do that's minimum and you know what like there's a lot of people who won't do minimum mm -hmm. okay so you apply that to to any any competition and great like yeah. to me there should be like almost 300 you know participation trophies. like you know what this is good enough to be here yeah, and then like the you know the other ones get poo pooed because you're like you, you didn't do what we we expect these thirty judges yeah. expect. But you're right. I think like uh, you get to that point where it's just like, what's is does gold mean the best? No, no it means towards like, the best. But, yeah. This is this is an Olympic qualifier event. Yeah, you fifteen just qualified, and now yeah. let's figure it out between a, a panel of more scrutinizing judges. I don't know. What kills me is that like San Francisco double or uh, the World Spirits competition does gold and then they do double gold. So it's like, what? what does gold even mean? Like super seeker double triple gold. Yeah, super seeker double. Triple we can't talk gold. about it though. So yeah. anyway, that's that. Cool. Yeah. Moving yeah. on here, buddy. Let's move on. So uh, last week, uh, Mr. Hughes and myself we talked about 
if you were to take over a distillery mm-hmm. and become the master distiller of any distillery, what distillery would you choose? And Cole, I noticed you didn't chime in here. Didn't. Did not. not. But if, but if you were to take over as master distiller, what would you choose, Cole? Uh, I would definitely choose um, uh, Bulletin. You son of a gun. <laughs> well, you obviously didn't keep up with the story because uh, John Hughes went with Makers. I went with nice. Dickel, but I per- I, I said Dickie because yeah, that's what an autocorrect is. But I didn't, I, I hadn't, I listened to half the episode thus far and I was like, maybe that was like an inside joke. But yeah, Dickie is what I would choose. <laughs> Well, you'd be wrong because 63% chose Makers <laughs> and 37 chose Dickey, which is I, I believe be Makers actually has a great potential there. So, so I think if you if so I if you or I or any friend I knew that showed up as the master zealer of either, I'd be a happy man because I'm like yeah. that's a pretty good company. Yeah. Uh and I don't know if it's because it is early recording this week, but we got a couple, only a couple yeah. uh Right in here, but Brian Rapp went with Wilderness Trail. Love their sciency approach. Yeah, uh, that would. But I'm that drinking those my entry buzz. Yeah, I don't be super sciency. Uh, Bing Clubs and Mad Time Market went with Heaven Hill, and Bro Taskinask is our Canadian turtle friend. Yeah, with Crown Royal, they are bad and should feel bad. Wow. Uh, and he went into a DM and actually gave some really good reason why they should really turn around their their whole spirits line to base on their amazing rye potential in Canada. So thank you, uh, I did uh, not see the DM reaching out. Yeah. You should check out. They've become a real rye contender. Mm-hmm. And then he ever says continue in DM. So I did not yeah. check that out yet. We appreciate so, your answer. My bad. So that was last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week we're slightly over. We're, you know, we're just about, half- about an hour. Yeah, well, not not over in that way. We're over oh. like year wise annually. Yeah, about half we're a just year over in. half a year. Yep. Um, and talking about golds, double golds, this, that, and the other, triple golds, the real, quadruple golds. The real award that distilleries really need to be thinking about is the is their chilies. chili, mm-hmm. the chili, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So you know, I, we'll do our chili episode at the end of the year. Yeah, uh, I think that became a thing last year. We decided we're going to do the chilies, uh, yep. but Cole. At this point of the year, what whiskey has given you the grand old feeling of hubba de what? Yeah. So what is your front runner at this point for the chili hubba de what? I'll be honest. Uh, it's easy for me. Uh, I okay. looked through our last year and seagrass 16-year rye uh, blew it out of the water. The next, The next closest was actually the week before which was the um, the Monticello 100-year uh, oh. bottled and bond, or 100-plus-year-old bottled and bond, which I loved. Uh, but yeah, the, the, the answer for that is, uh, for me, is the seagrass, the 16-year barrel-proof seagrass. All right, so I am with you on the seagrass. Seagrass mm-hmm. was in one of my tops. Um, the one, though, that I have to say is I'm going with Silverback Corn Whiskey. Nice. It, uh, you know, like, is it the best whiskey you're ever going to taste? No, probably not. No, nah. it's not. But does it Hubbard show you, does it show you the potential of like, wow, this is a corn whiskey. A corn mm. whiskey can be this good. A corn whiskey can mm-hmm. taste like this. Absolutely. So that's what nice. I'm going with. Um, the other one is Paul John. 
the Paul John yeah, Robinson. Yeah, that, that was that a hub and a had, what, for sure. I had no expectation yeah. for that. I didn't know. Like, India. <laughs> India makes whiskey? <laughs> Whatever. Mm, they make good whiskey these days. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and I'm dying. What's the other one we got? Amroot Fusion. Amroot. I am dying for Amroot to finally yeah. win. So, mm-hmm. anyway. All right. So, that's that's this week's. That's Speaking it. of what we're going to drink next week and what yeah. Robbie or Cole wants to drink. Do, did we decide? I can't remember. What are we drinking well, next week? Maybe we should still put it because last week we had it between the uh, Lagavulin 16 and the Lagavulin 11 Offerman edition. Maybe we'll put it back up this week for that. That's true. Okay. Yeah. You good point. I Because mm-hmm. we did pull an audible this week. You are there much you this, yeah. more savvy than I am, Cole. Thank Super you so much. Super savvy. The People savviest. say I'm the savviest. Yeah. I just did. Yeah. I've heard it many a time, <laughs> including today. <laughs> All so. right, man. Wow. Well, I hope uh I hope you uh didn't get bothered by my cough too much today. And Cole, I hope that your love of spirits is as big as my love of spirits. And Robbie, I hope your love of whiskey is amazing. But most of all, I hope <laughs> listeners, our love of spirits lifted yours. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. Start thinking about our chilies. Ah, our chili right. filteries. Yes, chili filteries are awards for the end of the year. And who's in the front runner for your hub of what is what I was yeah, saying. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Okay. 